You're listening to the Down the Pub podcast, Canada's premier football show. Head to downthepub.ca to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Welcome to this episode of the bonus episode of the Down the Pub podcast. Uh, we are back from our little vacation away from the show. Uh, welcome back, Carlos. How's it going, man? It's good, man. It's good to to talk about you know about football. I was missing it. It yeah. was good. It's it was a good detox, but at the same time, yeah, I missed talking about football. So. It's it's crazy, like in the sh- in like we've been off like what two and a half weeks, and it it's feels crazy. more. Is it maybe three weeks? And I, I it just yeah. feels like we haven't uh, like so much has happened even in that like short space of time. So like mm-hmm. uh, Thursday, which will be tomorrow when this airs, um, is the fan award show with the CPL. They brought this thing out like last week, so I thought it'd be a good idea for us to go over air. Air picks for the fan awards and see um, where where we think that everything should go. So uh, that'll be a little bit of fun, and I think we'll pick from the people that they've chosen their team of the uh, of the season too. But before we get into that, um, I just wanted to kind of talk a little bit about obviously there's been multiple transfers. Like York Nine has bought up half of South America, and uh, <laughs> um, I love it. I'm going to become a your fan now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like they've seen like quite a few players like leave as well like uh like the the Charis ended up in um in Calgary and Manny Aparicio has gone out to uh Pacific so it's been a kind of crazy time for them guys but I thought we'd start with <clears throat> the Wanderers so obviously I just want to get your thoughts on um this this transfer or the this the release of Chris Snow to um, to York Nine. What what did you think when you you heard the news? I knew that the guy had options because he had a great season, and I feel like it was time for him to shine. Like if we compare the the pilot season of the Canadian Premier League, he showed in in a little time that he played that he was one of the big diamonds over there, and this was a decision that he could prove that. And regardless what happened after the wipeout of the players that didn't return to the Wanderers, he took that opportunity and succeed. And I don't know if you remember when the Wanderers had like a fan event, I get the opportunity to ask Krishno because he was placed as a fullback last season. And then he said, no, I found out that I was going to be a right back 24 hours before the match. <laughs> yeah. And I had like two, three, uh, two to three times to uh, practice in that position, right? And then it was just Stephen Hart making his mind, you know, should I put him as a fullback or because, you know, you have Peter Schall and you have uh, Jams. So I said, okay, so he killed it there. Like he's amazing. And the fact that he's leaving now, 
uh, it's kind of disappointing because why he brings in the pitch, it's gold. Why he brings outside the pitch to the fans, it's even more gold because he has such a big charisma. And also what he brings to the locker room is even better because he's, he's a player that all the players love him, you know, that energy that he has. And to, to, you, you always need players like that in every team. Every roster has one. And to be honest, the fact that he's gone is kind of disappointing to me. I wish him the best. To be honest, I thought that he was going to leave. He was probably going to be playing for another team outside the CPL, you know. But the fact that he's going to York, that was a smart move from them. Damn, Angus. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Obviously, like, it's easier for him being in a bigger city and he's closer to Montreal where he's from and all that kind of stuff. But like when you look at him physically, like he's, he looks more like a fullback anyway, rather than a center half. Like he's kind of, he looks like he's fast. So I think that was genius on the part of Steven to, to switch him there. And he's just, he just made the Island games his own and um, yeah, definitely a really good player in that position. But like you, I, I think we're going to feel because I think that Mateo can actually fit in there. So I, I don't think we're going to like lose out too much in the defense side of things. But well, as you said, like as a personality, it's a huge loss for the Wanderers. Like I, yeah. I think that's like, obviously his brother going there too has obviously played a big part in it as well. But like what he brings to the club, what he brings to the fans, what he brings to the locker room, as you mentioned, it's, it's, it's enormous. And I think that's, uh, I think it's such a shame. Unfortunately, like I mean, I guess the Wanderers offered him something, and the the, the lore of Toronto because uh, he's you know he's he's into like his fashion and his TikTok and his Instagram and all that kind of stuff. And I think being in a bigger city probably helps with the profile. So yeah, um, I, I definitely. Um, well, what well, well, he's gonna TikTok here? Lobsters? Yeah, exactly. Right, you just donairs. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so like I, I like and to be honest with you he's still young and, and I think being in Toronto a bigger city bigger market um, it's a bigger window for him too so yeah like I'm going to miss him uh, I think he's uh, he's a great guy and uh, we wish him all the best but um, another talking about the locker room and, and personalities and all that kind of stuff another strange one for, in, in my eyes uh, was the, the loss of uh, Alex DeCarolis so um I, I think that's two huge personalities we've lost in the locker room. And, and Alex brings so much. What, what did you think about that when you saw um, the, the news coming through that um, they didn't agree? Uh, they mutually consented. Not to, <laughs> which is football speak for, yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> what, what, did you, what, did, what did you think when you saw it? I, I was really upset, to be honest. I was upset because... What Alex have done for this club, it's been stellar. I mean, you had Mateo and him competing for the same position football-wise. On the local room, he did a lot of stuff. He was the one. And I know because he told me and, and he told – a lot of players told me too that uh, before they arrived, he was on WhatsApp trying to – integrate the whole new team because this was a new season, right? So he organically assumed the mantle of the captain and, you know, integrating the whole squad, say, guys, welcome to the team. If you need anything, let me know. Here's a restaurant, stuff like that. 
it just I don't know. He 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 he, he was the captain with an armband in, in in the whole season to me. To me, he was he he was the core of the wonders. He's one of the founders. I know Sakura Sukunda was our first wonder. He's always going to be remembered for it. Same with uh, uh, Akin Garcia for all the things that he's doing that. But but you have to put up there, Alex, the Carolis man. If yep. you don't consider Alex de Carolis as one of the original wonders, one of the pillars for this club, you're freaking ungrateful. And you, you know, because uh, um, I don't know, it's just it, it's maybe the stuff inside of the team coming up for me, but I feel like he deserved better, you know. And I don't know what was the mutual agreement, but when they say that word mutual agreement, it's because there's something going on there. I don't want to get into details and stuff like that, but Alex was a legend to me, and, and it's going to be really, really difficult not to see him, you know, um, with the players, with the fans. He was always polite. He was always nice to everyone with the club. And I feel like the club will resent that eventually, you know, because you never, it's, it's, it's a cliche, as cliche as it sounds. Like you never know what you have until you lose it. And I feel like the squad is going to suffer that for whatever happened, you know, like uh, uh, the mutual agreement or whatever. So I hope Alex gets a big club because he deserves that. And he had a stellar season. The minutes that he played, they were good, man. Like I'm telling you, like this Alex de Carolis compared to last season, Alex de Carolis was just like twice, third, three times better. Yeah, I, I think as well, um, he, we're going to lose a lot of uh, versatility. Like, I mean, like he, mm-hmm. he can play left back, but he can also play like center half if we needed it. Um, I know we've got like Eric Santos coming in, but like COVID is still rampant everywhere. Who knows if he can actually come in next year? So I, I think that way, I think it was very, yeah, I, I think it's signing him on for another year would have made sense. Like taking up the option would have made sense to me just to have somebody that with that versatility because he, as you said, like, I mean, the only game I think that he probably struggled a little bit was uh, against Pacific. But, you know, you've kind of said before that that was more like he was left very exposed in that, um, in that game against Busto. So, I mean, I, I well, think... He for- didn't, like, he, that was the only game probably that I see Alex that he didn't perform well. But it was just because they leave the door open, you know? Yeah. Uh, and it's Marco Bustos, like, it's just, it's, it's Marco Bustos, you know? It's, and you left him alone. And Sissoko, I don't know, he... Where he went, I think he went to get some uh, PI potatoes. He forgot he was playing or something. Because Sissoko, I never seen him playing the whole. Did he play? I don't. I, I think he might have came on. I, I actually don't even think he played that game. It was the person. Like, who, it was it? No, uh, sorry, it's not Sissoko. It sorry. was uh, Kinumbe. Yeah, Kinumbe. Yeah. Uh, um, apologies, it's not Sissoko. Sissoko is amazing. I mean, Kinumbe. Kinumbe was playing in that game, and he left the door open. And I don't know, like, did he it, play the whole game? Maybe he went to do tourism? It's good that he knows the I, island, right? Because, I, I he, was, like, I, to me, he never played in the game. I, I think he went for a point at, like, a handhouse at a halftime or something, you know? So, yeah, maybe uh, he went to Richard's <laughs> in PI because, to be honest, like... But, but yeah, I, I was, like, like, me personally, when I, when I saw the news uh, come true... Um, 
Yeah, I, I was upset. Like as you said, like I mean, we're we're losing two people who are very close to the fans. Like like I know this is football and this is what happens and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, Alex was like a really core part of the wonders from the get-go and he's always been there for the fans like i mean like when we ask him for anything he's always willing to help out um he's always uh willing to kind of give you an idea of what's happening and all that kind of stuff so i mean he's a great guy and we really wish him the best and i think he's in sweden now so i hope i hope i hope i hope that um he picks up a club over there i know he's played there previously so um i really hope that it works out for him on a brighter note, I guess. Well, we've obviously lost Jason Beaulieu as well, who's uh, who's retired. Which you know, it's kind of kind of shocking to be honest. That a twenty-five-year-old retiring from football, but I guess like the money that unfortunately these guys make, it's probably a little bit tempting sometimes to if you have it. Most of these guys are college educated, so they can probably make a lot more money outside of football. But the likes of Gasparado as well going too. But um, we've obviously <coughs> today they announced that Oxner's coming back, and we've confirmed uh, Peter and Corey Bent is coming back too so um, how happy are you about that? Yeah I'm, I'm happy like to, to see Christian and, and that was an no-brainer you know you, we knew that they were coming from, from the beginning like the commitment of the club that they do for the community and everything so to me it wasn't a surprise to be honest they probably posted on social media like wow we signed Christian Ronaldo or Slavin Ibrahimovic <laughs> But it's just they have to do it because they have to be announced, right? So it's it's, it's their and work I, to do I, it. And then, I think I think they're I think it's also that they're probably struggling for content because like like York is like there's York's so been... much content to do with this. It's not struggling. It's just like you gotta do your work and and, and do your homework because there's tons tons of content in the off season to do. But I, I I must say though I think that um I, I think Dylan's doing. A pretty good job so far. Like some of the like the um the, the some of the videos that he's putting up, the one with Peter. Oh yeah, I love that one. That was yeah. good. That, yeah, that, so, one, that so, was good. So, yeah. So so I I think he's gonna do a good and the fact that he's now the the brand manager, which is kind of like a, a, a nice title that he's given himself. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to see what he does and I think that's gonna be like a little breath of fresh air into um to, to, to what we're gonna be seeing in the off season. Um so yeah, I, I think that um the is it by the end of is it the thirty first of December that a lot of the guys contracts are coming up uh, that will they need to sign them by or the options are going to be up so hopefully we get to see the likes of Sissoko sign their their deals and where we get them over the line and stuff like that because I, I think losing a player like that would be do you feel excited about the signings this year or is just COVID that is just killing the mood of everyone because I remember last season. I was super excited to see who we're going to sign, right? But this season, I feel like I know the most of the players are returning back, the core of the team that play in the Island Games. I don't know. It's just maybe it's Christmas around time or like it's <laughs> Christmas is coming, but I don't feel that excited like I felt I, I, last I, season. I, I'm more like, to be honest with you, like I, I feel like it's it's more of a trepidation thing where like, I want people to be signed because if you look at like, there's there's still people who are in negotiations. Um, do, do you remember that thing that they released onto the website about the about who's coming back and all that kind of stuff? There was a few that was kind of up in the air. So I, I think I'm more waiting to see what happens. Like for me, like a big one, as I mentioned just there, is like Sissoko coming back. I, I think mm-hmm. that's huge for us. And I think 
when that gets announced, I'm going to be like, okay, like we still have them. Like, I can breathe. I yeah, can enjoy like, my Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> and then, and then like, I mean, like, I, I feel like we, like we still have a good core, like losing Chris now and Alex is, is, is a big thing. Um, but it, I, I think as well though, like keeping the core of like Joe, Rambersat, uh, keeping Akeem is a, is, was a big one too. Like, I mean, I'm sure he had like a few options to go elsewhere. So I think the core of the team is still there. So I, I think it's just adding to it just to kind of bring it to the next step maybe a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, looking at the other teams though, like everybody's gotten stronger again. Uh, no, everybody is stronger. Yeah. And uh, as, as, I, as I mentioned it to you of the record, remember I told you that Every team in the world, no matter if you win the championship, you always get signage. You There's always room for improvement, always. And not only in football, everything in life, there's always something to improve on. And look at Liverpool. They won the, the Premier League. There's a lot of uh, Premier League fans out there. But that, uh, and look who they go. They go Tia Alcantara, you know? Like, and it was a solid. Now he's injured, but it, it's... Uh, it was a solid signing, you know, because they were lacking of that creative midfield a little bit, you know, for important parts of the matches. So for us, we need to, there's always room for improvement, right? And yep. I'm, I, I, we should keep first the core, but then I hope like we, we get some announcement. What I expect from the club is at least one or two signings that are from the Canadian Premier League that we can get excited about. You know, it's good to look always outside the uh, Montreal academies, abroad, international, whatever. But I would love to get at least one or two players that play for the Canadian Premier League that we all know about. And we know, yes, these guys are going to help us a lot for the next season. I, I, th- I think with that, it's, it's, it's going to come down to, to money as well, right? And I think that um, the, the guys that are here and are have done well for the two years are going to be asking probably like for a little bit more money. And I think, I, I just wonder if the, the Wanderers have the, the cap room for it. But I mean, like you look at like, um, like Atletico are going to be hardcore going after guys. I think like, I mean like, um, they're going to bring players that we don't yeah. know. But I also think that they're going to like, you're going to see like, they're good and the scouting, you know, they're, uh, they're, they're Mm-hmm. I say I say you're probably going to see like Chris Manella go to go to those guys. Like I mean, um, I, I think that was a huge signing for Calvary was getting uh, like Dichara. Uh, like I think that's that, that's their midfield is looking pretty tidy to be honest. So yeah, yeah. they need an alternative for Camargo too. Camargo to me is one of the top midfielders in oh, the yeah. league. However, I'm scared about Pacific man. They put Manny Aparicio and Marco Bustos together, man. Yeah. Price. <laughs> yeah, it's it's absolutely nuts. And uh, just before we we'll kick into the fan awards thing now in a second, yeah. but I just wanted to get your thoughts on uh, the, <laughs> the, the, the the probably the strangest story uh, of the last two three weeks or the last three weeks while we've been off uh, is the story of Marco Bustos getting a call from the uh, the, the Chile national oh my team God. coach. <laughs> What, what did you think of that? Uh, I messaged uh, Marco, we just talked a little bit, and oh, and he told me, yeah, man, like he, uh, Rueda, Rueda is the, is the national coach, like uh, Reynaldo Rueda, former coach uh, of uh, of the Ecuador national team. He he coached also Atletico Nacional. 
they won the Libertadores, I think, with the, with him. Wow. Uh, he's he's the the the, the, the the manager of Chile, it has a pedigree in South America. And the fact that he called Marco, you know, to tell him like, hey, stop doing your apps. Come listen to me. I'm looking, I'm looking at your videos and I want your national team. I need you to 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 start like the paperwork because we're following you. And I know that Chile because uh Chile are in the process of having a new players coming up because you're never gonna rely on your Arturo Vidal or your Alexis Sanchez all the time. But they're Arturo Vidal to me, give it to me even when he's fifty or sixty years old because he's amazing. Arturo Vidal is amazing. So the fact that Marco Bustos is gonna share the locker room with Arturo Vidal, Jesus Christ man. Yeah did you uh, did you ask him to get you um, an autograph? <laughs> no I didn't but I'm gonna ask for one more kit from my collection. I'm kidding but uh, oh that will be neat man. Like I, I'm honestly like I'm really really happy for Marco. He's a nice guy and regardless what team he plays or not, like he deserves that because he works hard and he really prepared mentally and physically for these island games. And his hard work paid off. And to me, he deserves to be the MVP, you know? And, and it looks like he hasn't let up either because he's like still, if you look at like his Instagram stuff, like he's still training like a fucking madman. So Yeah, um, he's just like a machine, you know? His dedication to his craft is incredible. And um, I couldn't be happier for him. He's a really nice guy. And yeah. um, he... he he gives everybody a lot of time. Um, he's I not, just want I, not I, arrogant I, or whatever. Like he's he's no. like down there, so he's uh, down to earth. And I, I just hope that this COVID shit ends up soon, like in the next year, because I would love to see these guys playing the Wonders Grounds. Because I, I, I just you know, it's gonna be yeah. a joy to see the squad that Pacific is pulling up. You know, and uh, to, to be honest with you, I think. Um, I just can't wait to see th- this Wanderers team in the Wanderers ground too. Like uh, to see, oh yeah, to see Rampy and Sissoko like it, it, do their stuff. It's going to be incredible. So um, let's uh, we could talk about this stuff all day, but like I, I'm really happy for Marco, and I really hope that it works out. So um, moving on. So Canada, if you're listening, get your finger out of your ass and like get the guy hooked up and get him get him into a into a game and get him into a squad before he fucks off to Chile. So uh, it would be the perfect. Uh partnership with uh, Lu- Lucas Cavallini. That will be a good partnership, man. Having those two will be a nightmare in the box for any defender in the world. They face them, you know? So, can they get your finger out. Um, so, let's move on to the um, the fan the fan awards thing. So, the, <laughs> the, 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 funny, the funny thing about this whole thing, the MVP thing, the fan award thing, is that we're now, like, how many months away, like, past the the Ireland games like three months or something like that and we're only doing this shit now like it's they're just a weird bunch anyway so let's uh, and people maybe just, what, because there's maybe they what they want to do is maybe they want to wrap the the trophy like a present because it's Christmas and say hey, <laughs> Merry Christmas yeah that's true that's true so uh, so the first the first uh, award thing fan award thing that they uh, fan voting that they had uh, was the uh, Good Hands Award. Like, Great Hands Award? Like, Good Hands Award. I don't know. It's a kind of a weird thing to call it. Is that the Golden Globe it should be? No. So, it, so it, there was three different saves that you had to choose from. It was uh, Marco Carducci, Callum Irvine, and Connor James, um, the three 
Patrice says, did you see the videos? Yeah, I like uh, Callum's. I, I do too. I, I think, uh, what a save. <laughs> like, I mean, there was a double save more or less. And uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's who I went for. I, I thought that was uh, was class. Um, the, the, other two set, the other two were pretty decent, but yeah, the, like what he did there to, to get that was incredible. So we'll, we'll get that one too. We were unanimous in our verdict on that one. So well done, Callum Irvin. Uh, so the next one was the assist of the year. Um, there was Alex Marshall, Seanier, and Caceres. Uh, who did you go for on this one? Alex Marshall. Uh, do you know what? And this isn't uh, obviously we're biased because we're Wanderers fans. But if you look at all three of them, like the the run was a huge part of that. But being able to put your pick your head up and play that pass in that that was probably one of the the best moments I think of the, the game. It was like pure, like that was pure class. Like you, if you saw that in the Premier League on the weekend, you'd be like, that was an amazing pass. And I think yeah. that the fact that we got to see that in the CPL <laughs> at the Ireland games was incredible. Like, like a lot of people are looking to like Beckers because like the finish was uh, the, the dive header and all that kind of shit. But uh, yeah, it's got to be Alex Marshall, man. It was like that. That was it. Probably one of the goals of the fucking tournament, to be honest with you. That was great. Uh, yeah, that was pure class. Though. Like, that guy is legit, though. Like, imagine when he gets healthy. Oh, man. I, I mm. Yeah, well, it goes to show you, like, I mean, like, he had, like, surgery just right after the tournament. So, he was obviously carrying some sort of knock, too, right? So, uh, it's good. Yeah. It's good because he's going to be healthy for, for when the season starts next season. Preseason yep. starts next season. So, well, watch good. out, Marco Bussos. Alex Marshall is coming for your MVP trophy. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the next one then was the, the shot of the year. So we had uh, Kwame from Forge. We had Manny from York 9. And then we had Mo Farsi from Calvary. I, I know you're a huge Manny Aparicio fan and his free kicks were special. But, um, and th- that free kick that he scored against us too, man, that was a screamer too. I, I wanted to scream, but I'm like, oh, I'm a Wonder fan. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was a legit goal, man. Honestly, <laughs> it was really good. But I actually, I, 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 I went for uh, when I was voting for this, I went for Mo Farsi's. I, I think uh, really, yeah, man. That like that that was a fucking screamer of a goal. I'm from a defender too, man. That was yeah, that was sick. Like the free kick. Like, it was a great finish, don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's a set piece, you know, everything. You, you kick it, like, yeah, Mo Farsi is from, from a play. So, yeah, yeah. probably Mo Farsi. I, I agree with you, too. Like, yeah. Mo Farsi. There's a fucking bullet and the keeper didn't have a chance. So, yeah, that, I I remember watching it, too. And it was just, like, the run as well leading up to it. And I was just like, fucking the, hell. The keeper just, like, he, yeah. he, flew, he flew because he, he has to, you know, yeah. just to make the picture look good. You know, yeah. look, I'm trying. Exactly. The ball is already in, but <laughs> like, it's going to look good, you know, flying into an amazing like a, goal, you know. <laughs> the ball's, like, re- re- rustling into the net, and he's just diving. So, yeah, it, it, was incredible. <laughs> it was an incredible finish. This, this is a weird one, this next one, the fan favorite match. Like, the thing is, like, like it, every fan will vote for their team. Yeah, so. exactly. Like, like it. Yeah, this was a this was a really weird one for me. Like, I, like my favorite game was probably, uh, like from a wander. Like, obviously, I'm going to be like thinking from a wanderer's perspective, but like it's uh, probably the win against Calvary because we got to like go to their grounds for. So that that was that was special. But the, the one against York when we scored like in the last couple of minutes like th- that was fucking phenomenal like so so to me that's the, that was the game of the tournament but the, these guys have picked 
these other games. So you've got Forge against Calvary, 2-2. York against Forge, 3-2. Or Pacific against Atletico Ottawa. Um, who did you go for in that one? I don't like none of them. I will vote for not because I'm a Wander fan. I would love to see the Wanderers versus York when we make a combat. Yeah. Remember? Well, the, who, who's uh, Omar Cream? Yeah. Came in and he just like scored at the time. There's a lot of matches that should be there. I just don't know where they get. It's just the editor say, oh, okay, I'm going to pick randomly because I feel like I don't know so, how it gets. So for me, like, I, I would have gone with the, the Ottawa one just because, you know, it, it was special for uh, yeah i don't yeah yeah that's yeah, I'll pick, yeah i agree with you yeah Ottawa's was new you know it's it's but even that though i'm still like who gives a fuck like yeah anyway that's <laughs> that's there's better moments that ottawa had in in the whole yeah exactly that so I, and this this is a this is another weird one too and like obviously we're very biased on this one. Uh, the mascot of the time. The, 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 fan, moment, the fan moment of the year. Um, so there was the Wanderers Ground celebration, uh, CPL fever with, with Young Jack, and Electrical Ottawa's inaugural watch party. It's, it's kind of a weird one. Like, what is that? Like, I mean, okay, I, I, Jack, I'll give it to Jack because I love the kid, you know, and his dad, they I'm did bit, cool stuff. I'm, but I mean, what is that? Like, I, I don't get it. <laughs> me either so anyway anyway like the Wanderers ground was great it was cool like I mean like to be back in the grounds and being around fans and all that kind of stuff it definitely was but for me like um, I got to go to some of the press conferences for the Wanderers and stuff like that and hearing Jack ask his questions and hearing see, seeing the managers being taken aback by this young kid throwing these really intelligent questions at them after a game was a sight to see and like Jack. Yeah, yeah, Ooh, yeah, one, definitely, yeah. One hundred million percent uh, should win that. So, yeah, what, what, what a kid! What a like, yeah, he's amazing. So, yeah, Jack, uh, you got our vote here anyway. Um, I, I think I voted for you like fifty times in this because it lets you vote too many times you want to. So, anyway, uh, yeah, I voted for Jack too. So, so the 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 e the esports moment of the year, uh, Pacific's CPL champ tell his mom it was all worth it. Uh, Halifax's Christian Oxner wins the ECPL home to play tournament, and Pacific FC's Skill Shack faces off against World Chab Megabit. I vote for Oxner because that's the only title that the club won this year. But <laughs> 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 like, it's true, though. It's Fucking a- hell, man. That's harsh, though. Jesus. Well, tell them, well, Anthony. Come on. <laughs> What's the title that the club won this year? It's Christian Oxner, man. He's one of our own. Christian yeah. Oxner, he's one of our own. I, I can't even won the golden boot, man. That's something, right? Jesus. But yeah, I, but I, he I brought the title to Halifax. I, and, and to be honest with you, I, regardless, I, regardless or not, he won, he, he won a title <laughs> and represented I, the club. So Halifax's first official title was brought by Christian Oxner. I um I, I went for that one as well, only because I know that Christian spends just as much time <laughs> playing FIFA as he does uh, like practicing goalkeeping. So <laughs> he puts a lot of effort into that, that, it. That's well, hard hard work pays off, right? Yep. That guy wakes up at six a.m., does the exercises on preseason over Zoom, and then plays FIFA, then repeat. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Um, so yeah, I, I picked that one too. I, like, that was, I, I actually watched a couple of the games, which is kind of 
it goes to show you how it goes to show you how bad COVID was that we're sitting there watching other people play FIFA. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. It's like fucking hell. Um, <laughs> so, so this one here, this one's actually like a to change the tone just a, t- a tiny bit. This is a serious one. So, um, there's a lot of good. One of the big things I think from the CPL um, is that it's brought a huge amount of sense of community um, to the to the whole country, not just to the cities that it's based in. Um, and I think that the We Are One Community Award uh, was is is a pretty special award here. So yes, the, the choices that he had were, and it's kind of hard to pick one because they're all winners, really, when you think about it. But they're winners. Yeah, but we, we had to pick one. So uh, Chris Nanko, the Kicked Up Culture, Healthcare Heroes Emblem from York, Halifax Wanderers, Frontline Heroes, SE Edmonton raised, which is incredible, uh, over five grand for the local hospital in Edmonton. And then the Black Lives Matter um, from all the clubs during the, the games. Me personally, um, as I said, I think every one of them is a wordy winner. But the Black Lives Matter thing, I think that how everything just came together, all the players came together to send a message to the rest of the world that um, we're, we're all... Neil, yeah. We're we're all we're all in this together, and everybody just deserves, deserves to be treated with respect. So yeah, that that was my my choice anyway. Um, but it was very difficult because, I mean, all of them. It just it shouldn't be involved because it should be an award for every single cost. You know, yeah. every club should deserve to have that kind of, I don't know, like a trophy, like a mini microwave plate or something, <laughs> because it, it's it's just. It's, it's it's important, you know. It it's, is. They, they, they win. Why are you laughing, man? Like, <laughs> well, but it is, it's, like the fact that you said like a mini uh, microwave plate. I like that. That's kind of funny. Uh, so, <laughs> so so yeah. So everybody's a winner on that one. It's it's impossible to pick. It is. Yeah. Um, so the next one is the best celebration. So um, we had. Uh, Jose Galan's goal dedicated to his newborn baby, the classic uh, Bebeto. Bebeto, 1994. Yeah, uh, we had Let Ottawa's first goal, which the celebrations on the bench was phenomenal. And then we had Joe Morelli's... Uh, the bunny hop. hop. I'll vote for you all with the bunny hop. I uh, didn't know that until I saw on Twitter, it was yesterday that they interviewed um, Corey Bent. Yeah. Uh, and he is... I didn't know that it was. I don't even have TikTok, but uh, according to him, it was a TikTok thing. And Joao is very random. He pulls these jokes that I find out. That's how Corey Ben said in the interview. So that, that I, I that saw was, that interview too. That was really, that was that was really funny. That he's just like nobody knows what he's doing. He just expects everybody to join in. So um, yeah, like I, I mean, as I said, that's a classic one. Uh, let it go out of the one like the the celebration on the bench was phenomenal just to see the pure joy of a of a club that's just started scoring his first goal. But for me, we're Wanderers fans. It's gotta be Joe and his bunny hop, even though it's I, I, I kinda lost a little bit of its appeal for me because of the TikTok thing, because I fucking hate TikTok, so but uh, that's just me that's me just being an old fart. So um it's yeah. fine. I, I don't even have TikTok, <laughs> so I don't me either. Like uh, yeah, um it's it's ridiculous. So then um, we also had to pick our team of the year from the, the selections that they had here. So um, who did you go for for your goalkeeper? This should be a Chris, hard one. Christian Oxner, 
Mateo Restrepo, James Gerford, Peter Shala, <laughs> Chris Enza. Uh, then I put um, Rampi, Sissoko, and LBG. And up there, I put a King Garcia. I put Alex Marshall. And then I put uh, Joe Morelli. Unfortunately, <laughs> That's my team of the year. Unfortunately, they weren't all in the uh, the selection here. So um, let's, let's, so for goalkeeper, you had to pick between Tristan, Tristan Henry, Callum Irving, or Christian Oxner. Who did you go for? But this is the thing, though. Okay, I'll, I'm gonna put Tristan Henry from Ford, but the kind, the quality of the center backs that Ford had, he did, he didn't get challenged many times, and that the few ones that he had, he responded very well. How many, how many games we pretty much were saved by Christian Oxner? <laughs> oh, it's crazy. You know? It, it's like, it, it's if, uh, if you if you if you judge if you put that in a balance you know okay if you put Christian Oxner like a solid two full bats there we have them because Peter Shala and, and James are amazing but the, the four center bats were great too and they have a they 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 have a better defensive structure I feel the guys in Forge so he wasn't challenged many times so I'll put Christian Oxner because he. Like, I don't think that uh, Tristan will say penalties like Christian Oxner does. I think, I think, the, I think, like, just looking at it objectively, I think people will probably look at the uh, the mistake that Christian made. But I, I mean, that was just, and it's the problem when you're a goalkeeper, people will always pick up on the like stuff of that. But yeah, the right, one that you fucked up. But, yeah. but you're right, though. I mean, like, the, the saves he pulled off, many times he like dug us out of the. The, the shit and like that penalty save alone was incredible. So I know save so so many so many things that he brought our first title in the club. I so, actually oh yes that's true. Um, so I, I, I I'll go with Christian on that one too. So your defenders and uh, I, I guess for a right back you're going to go with Chris now, right? Chris now, yeah, yeah, me too. I, I think he had a great tournament. Your left back, who did you go for? Chung. Yeah, I did that too. Fucking fantastic player, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know where he was. Like last season, he didn't have many minutes. I think last season was this year. So 2019, because we're almost into 2021. <laughs> he didn't have many minutes there, right? I don't think so, but he definitely, like, he had an amazing tournament, man. He, yes, like, that, John was great, yeah. man. Like, always give it, give so, it to my team, man. So, so I'm surprised that we didn't have. James Jeffard in the list here. I, I think James had an amazing fucking tournament. He played like he played like virtually every minute. Um, yeah, I'm surprised he's not there. But for my central defender, I went with uh, Daniel Crutzen. I think that, I think he had a great. Crutzen I think it, is, it's very solid. Yeah, and then for my other one, I went with um, Julian Dunn. I think. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, he had an incredible tournament, man. And it's it's. Yeah. Gonna, I think that's going to be if he stays with. Toronto and doesn't go back to Valor this year. It's going to be a hard. No, it's going to be a hard thing for them to. Um, he was one of the pillars for the team. Yeah, well, agreed. We have the same defensive line yeah. pretty much. So okay. So then going into uh, midfield, um, I went for uh, Rampersat. I think I thought I said it many, many times on the podcast here. He was yeah. like one of my players at the tournament. Just three guys: Sissoko, Rampi. And Manny. 
Ooh, I, I went a little bit different. Uh, I didn't pick Manny. Um, I actually went with uh, Becker. I, I think Becker had a great tournament. But, you know, I'm, I'm willing to give you Manny Aparicio. How about that? Because <laughs> yep. I'm a nice guy. So then, attacker, <laughs> attackers, obviously, Akeem Garcia has to be in there. Akeem, uh, yeah. I, I went for Marco Bustos. Marco, of course. And then uh, attacker... The other one I went for our good Marshall? friend Joe. I I went for Joe. Marcel was yeah. He was in the uh, Marcel was in the list, so um, Joe Morelli. Yeah. Yeah. So so our, our team of the tournament from the players that the CPL picked, Christian Oxer in goal, Chris uh, Ensa, Daniel Kutzin, Julian Dunn, Caden Chung, Ram Prasat, Sissoko, Aparicio in the middle, Akeem Garcia. Marco Bustos and Joe Morelli. That's a pretty yeah. fucking solid team, man. Uh, I think anybody would be be happy with that if that was their team. And so, there's, yeah, so, there's a lot of wonders there, so that's mean that if Derek wants to make it happen, he just needs to yeah, open exactly. the, the wallet, you know, because there's not many signings yeah. there. He just needs Chong, uh, sure, Crutzen, um, and yeah, well, I mean. I'm sure that, um, I'm sure that Marco would want to come to Halifax, you know? Yeah, he so, picked so, the wrong coast. Yeah, I know. So, yeah. so, so just to finish off then, obviously we've got the main awards. Um, this is all happening on Thursday, and I think they're going to be showing it on they're going to be showing it on CBC and One Soccer and on YouTube as well. It starts at half seven Eastern, um, and then they're going to be doing a press conference afterwards with um, the winners. So, um, <clears throat> so the Golden Boot obviously was won by Akeem. Golden Glove between Tristan, Callum, and Christian. Question: did, did, did Akeem receive already? Is, isn't he in Trinidad already? Akeem? He is. He is. So I bet they're going to do that thing where it's like uh, live by satellite, you know? With him. Like the Oscars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or somebody's going to pick the, the I, I want to pick this trophy <laughs> of Akeem Garcia. You should do it. You should do it. I know yeah. Carlos. Really, pick up it. I, thank you to the Academy <laughs> of Football. <laughs> I want to say thank you. So Hang on a second. So... <laughs> Unfortunately, Akeem wasn't here this evening. wasn't able to be here this evening. So, picking up the award on his behalf is Mr. Diaz Football himself, Carlos Benitez. <laughs> I want to say thank you to the Academy of Football, to the football god Maradona, that is the Almighty, watching the only ten of Eric, and to all the Wonder fans. I want to dedicate this to the Wonder Rounds, to the supporters that are watching every single game from home of one soccer every time that stream stop. You guys keep there, chanting. No matter if the, if the game was in the second half and the stream was still stopped because one soccer is that should that should have been, been one of the fucking fan moments is refreshing the one soccer fucking feed. Refreshing, yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's what should be the refresh award. <laughs> Goes to oh, oh God! Goes to one <laughs> soccer. Fucking hell! Um, so the, the nominees for uh, the Golden Glove: Tristan, Callum, and Christian. I'm sure you're going to pick Oxner in that one because we just picked them in the team of the year. Mm. Uh, MVP: um, Marco, Akeem, Kyle. Who did you pick on that one? You know what, everybody? It, it's it, it, the, the the fight between Becker and Marco Bustos is like. It reminds me of that rivalry between Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi, you know, in the CPL. <laughs> like, who's better, Cristiano or Messi? This is the thing, like, you know, Marco Bustos or Kyle Becker. So, you know what? Okay, so he, I'm tired of listening to everyone, so give it to a king. 
Okay. Uh, okay. So, uh, so gonna... there's no fight between Kyle Becker and Marco Busto. So I pick Akin Garcia just to keep the peace. Okay. Uh, the supporters. I, I, I'm not going to be sitting the fence like you, Marco Busto's for me. Uh, oh yeah, um... no, Marco. <laughs> <laughs> So best Canadian under twenty one player, Chris Nomo Farsi, Julian Dunn. Who did you go for, who did you go for in that one? Ooh, I'll pick Chris No, but I know Mo Farsi is gonna take it. Yeah. It's really difficult that one, you know. I feel that's the most difficult award. I think so too. Um I, I think if you're looking at like where Chris No came from last year to this year, he's probably yeah. the most improved player. Um, yeah. but, but Mo Farsi just came from fucking literally nowhere. Um, nowhere, yeah. you know? So Like Mo, like Mo Chris, Mabuli. Chris No, you broke my heart by moving to York 9. I'm going to break yours by picking Mo Farsi. I think Mo Farsi. Yeah, that's good. That's, yeah. Yeah. You know? that's, yeah. what, that, that's why you get because you left. But, <laughs> but, but let me tell you. you broke you. my heart. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something. Uh, in, in the MVP, the MVP gets to the final, right? So to me, Marco Busto was overall way better than Becker the whole tournament. But the problem is that Forge make it to the final. Pacific did it. Yeah. So that's an award that should be for the players that make it to the final between Akin Garcia and Kyle Becker. Obviously, Forge took it. Becker was nominated last season for MVP, but Tristan Borges won it. I I see what you mean. Like I know that to do do that in the MLS, where it's the finals MVP rather than the tournament one. So anyway, yeah. I still think Marco should win. Like I just yeah, to me yeah, yeah, it's just I was joking, but yeah, like I'm an King Garcia guy. Like it's just to me, he's amazing and everything. But I'm a big Marco Busto fan, and I think that overall, like people that watch football, we follow Marco over the last two seasons. And we know a little bit about this sport. We know that he should be the one. And if she didn't win the MVP, it's going to be like Netherlands every single World Cup. You know, that came without crown, pretty much. And then finally, uh, we've got the coach of the year. Uh, We've got uh, Stephen Hart, or Haughty, as uh, Tommy Whelan Jr. calls him. Haughty. Um, uh, Bobby... Haughty, and I think I think uh, Rob Gale says it that way too. Haughty, uh, we've got Mista, who I think was just put in there to make it let go feel good about themselves, and uh, Bobby. Um, Mista, why they don't put that lasso then if they want to make it feel good? You know, <laughs> Jesus. Well, honestly, all respect to Mista, with all the respect, but to me, the guy that should be there should be uh, Pamaru Khan. Should yeah. be in that list. I think so too. And, he shouldn't be missed. Like with all the respect, next year probably. But I think you told me that maybe because Mister has to pull off a last-minute team, whatever. But that's what they were expecting to when they brought expansion in Ottawa. That was part of the plan. So to me, it should be Pamadukan instead of Mister. However, that's a solid list. And Bobby Smiotis, to me, should have won last season. And Tommy Wildon won it and and to me he got all the credit he was the kind of like the pep wardiola of the cpl that all the poster boys goes to him all the flashes the cameras no no he's the top-notch coach whatever cool he won it but to me last season was for bobby Smiotis. this season he's won, he, he's nominated again so maybe because he didn't win it last season they're gonna give it to him but to me 
not because I'm a Wonder fan, but to me, that award, it's going to go to, it deserves to go to Stephen Hart because he pretty much deleted the whole thing, you know? He resetted the team. This is like, guys, I'm going to build a new team, and he took us to the final, and that's your period of time, you know? With so, his infamous um, speech, stick together. Stick my, uh, together. So I, I agree with you somewhat about like last year, and I think the reason why they gave it to Tommy is is because they lost the final, and they'd won both the, the spring and the autumn whatever um this year i just think that bobby's just brought that forge team to the next level like he's just um they've tweaked it a little bit like they've obviously lost some big like big players in the the off season and they've kind of changed the way that they play it a little bit and just looking at what he's done in the the concaf yeah. thing i think he deserves it man i'd got like steven did great like we were a little bit critical of steven through a lot of the tournament and we were kind of like a little bit frustrated but he's a really good coach. And I think it's just because like we, we, because we're fans, we're a little bit more critical of Stephen Hart because obviously we're fans of Halifax, but like looking at it objectively, Stephen has done an amazing job of taking the team from bottom last year and taking to the finals. It's crazy. But I still think that Bobby's just got that, like he's just brought that team to the next. Maybe if we have won the final, maybe Stephen Hart probably won it. Yeah. Like, and, and, Truthfully, like I probably would have picked them, but I, I just think that Bobby, that Forge team just looked good throughout. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think, yeah, it's a really, it's a really tough call. Like, I mean, it's, it it's is. Kinda, like, I mean, Stephen Hart, Bobby, or Mista, it's a very difficult choice of who to pick. Mista is definitely up there. There's two, cho- <laughs> there's, there's two choices there to pick. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'll go Bobby, you go Stephen. Steven, it's definitely a very close second, to be honest. It's very difficult, but I'm going to be objective about it and not be a Wanderers fanboy. So, Carlos, that's, that takes us to the end. The, as I said, this is all on uh, half seven Eastern time, 8.30 air time on Thursday. Um, I'll, I'll probably watch it. I probably might. Do, I just want to see Marco win the, the trophy, to be honest. What, what time is it, sorry? Uh, it's at 8.30 airtime on it's on youtube one soccer and cbc i think i've shown it too so um just before i let you go um if marco wins he should do like push-ups you know with his trophy like he's doing all these exercises all all, all i know is that we better we better get a fucking mention in his fucking victory speech um yeah so so before i let you go um where can people find you on the, the socials and just give the a little bit of a, a spiel for DS Football? Oh, yeah. DS Football is uh, DS Football on any of the platforms like Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. And on Instagram, you can find me as Mr. Benitez. And on Twitter, you can find me as Benny Golasso with a uh, Z. And finally, uh, so Halifax is back in lockdown. What's your, what's your beer of choice for uh, sitting at home? My beer of choice. Yeah. Um, let me tell you, last time I went to the bar, like I, I'm kind of like, I want to have a Guinness now. It, felt like, it didn't feel that heavy. Like, it was, especially because I had like so one many, of us. and I kind of chug it. One <laughs> of it, us. One it was, of us. It, it was good. I'll, I'll, I want a Guinness or, uh, or a Garrison Red. Kind of feel like, nice. I, I feel like this lockdown that we're going to have, 
I feel like I should be supporting more local and getting all these uh, microbreweries a chance. Even if I don't like it, like I want to try to support every, um, oh, there's, there's so many nice beers in the so city. So many now. nice beers in the yeah. city. So I, I, I don't want to buy just for one specific because I feel like everybody needs the support, especially this time of the year when it's Christmas and they are kind of struggling, you know, to keep it because they have to keep their families fed, you know. Yep. So I want to try to drink more to support them. <laughs> and I'm just going to try... I I'm gonna. Brewery, so. I'm, I'm gonna fucking use that line with with Sarah. I'm gonna be like, "Look, I'm drinking more because I'm trying to support local here." Yeah, that's that's I love it. So yeah. so um, for the show, you can obviously uh, follow us on Instagram at Down the Pub Pod. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. I'm trying to be a little bit more active on Twitter because now sorry the world goes to die um we, we're at down the pub pod c1 give us a follow reach out to us we'll always make sure to to try and respond as much as we can um our holiday is over i guess we'll probably have another we'll probably just go back to doing weekly shows rather than two a week um just yeah with that, i would love to do you know what before we go um like the best having like a talk and then like have snippets of the best of the year, you know, the guests, like maybe one episode of the best moments of the guests, like funny do, things. Do you, know way, like, do you know the way like the Simpsons and stuff like that, like do like clip shows? Yeah. Uh, we can do that with uh, our, our favorite parts of the, uh, which is a great, which is a great uh, thing We to all our listeners out there. Yeah. Send us a message and let us know what was your favorite uh, interview, what was your favorite part of the interview, and we'll do like a little snippet. We'll do like a little clip show at the end of uh, people's favorites. So yeah, reach out to us on, um, what was the favorite pipe ratings? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot about the pipe ratings. So yeah, yeah, so Carlos, it's good to have you back. Um, yeah. I'm sorry I had to uh, take you off your holidays. Um, it's good to be back. Um, good to be back. I miss that. So yeah. it's good. Like let's do let's do uh, even a, a, a holiday special or whatever. Yeah. Um, so mm. until next time. Cheers. Cheers, man. Stay safe. Stay safe. Oh, actually. Wash your hands, wear a mask, and support local. Drinking more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Take care, everybody. Cheers. to the Down the Pub podcast, recorded in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Head to downthepub.ca to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.